Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast. Today is one of my favourite subjects. It's all about self-sabotage, holding yourself back and how to stop doing that. There is nothing holding you back but you. And I know that can be so difficult to hear. And if you already know that, you're like, yep, thanks very much. I've not tuned in to hear that again. I want to stop doing it. And that's what we're going to do. Because honestly, if you're anything like I was, you'll know how powerful you are at self-sabotaging yourself. You might be so powerful at doing this. But here's the good news. If you've mastered the art of self-sabotage, then guess what? You can master the art of the opposite. And I am not suggesting for one minute that I am some guru. Self-sabotage doesn't actually ever go away because fear never goes away. Even the most successful people you know that you see on Instagram and on all the different social channels, they all have fears. Each new level you reach, each time you step out of a comfort zone and you're moving through another one, more fears will come up. Therefore, more potential for more self-sabotaging behaviours can creep back up again if you don't work on them. Self-sabotage, though, when I was trying to master the opposite of it, is so misunderstood. We almost don't see we're doing it because we're so used to it. And the self-help world, it almost wants us to be happy all of the time. So we almost don't like to focus on what we do sabotage and how we're doing it because that's negative, right? And then we might have more fear that we're going to attract the bad stuff. So we get even more anxious and afraid and don't want to look at it and pretend it's not there. But self-sabotage is just a habit, a pattern. And we have to do this work to uncover our own unique style of self-sabotage before we can release it. And I say unique because everybody's experiences in life up to this point are different and we all have our own unique style. There's not a book that you can read and they can just go, right, that's exactly me. You will be different from your friend, from family members, from people in yoga class, you'll be different from everybody. How do you hold yourself back in life? Do you hold back from giving love or receiving love? Do you hold back from sharing a gift you know deep down that you have? Do you hold yourself back from speaking your truth or standing out? Do you have a book, music, art, a teaching skill, something inside of you, but you're actually too scared to shine, to let it out? You know what this is all about though, don't you? It's all fear. And the biggest fear is the fear of rejection. That's right. Why has nobody ever explained it like this? And why the heck are we so scared of rejection? Maybe you were rejected as a child by your parents, by friends. Maybe you were rejected by a boss, a partner. Maybe you put yourself out there and somebody said no. How many times do authors have their books rejected and quit at the first no? Maybe you even feel like the world has rejected you. But what self-sabotage is showing is that maybe you're scared of your actual success. Maybe you're scared of feedback, negative feedback, of rejection. Maybe you're actually scared of fame. 
Maybe you're scared that your friends will leave you, your family won't like you, your partner will leave you, or that you'll never meet anybody if you do what you want to do. Maybe you've been told that you're too big for your, bo your boots and you shouldn't take up too much space. And even children should be seen and not heard. And then we carry this through with us into adult life. And they are nothing, none of these fears are actual reality. They are patterns we created when we were younger, too young to almost know any better and work it out with our adult brain. All we were doing was trying to protect ourselves from ever being hurt again. For example, you might feel like your parents struggled to show you love or one of them in particular. So you felt that rejection. Maybe you now reject a man in your life or your partner. So you'll be the one to reject somebody first before they reject you because you don't want to experience that rejection again. Maybe you just don't put yourself out there on social media because you're scared of a bad comment. You don't want to release a book or art in case somebody doesn't like it. Whatever your root cause is, it almost doesn't matter. And I don't mean that to diminish what you've been through. It all, that's your story, but it almost doesn't matter. We can get lost in analysis paralysis. If you've ever been stuck there, you'll know that some understanding is good, but it won't resolve the issue. It all leads to self-loathing and procrastination. And self-loathing, how harsh does that actually sound? But it's so true. Even the words self-loathing, it turns into denying yourself pleasure, holding back, feeling unworthy, putting everybody else first, and just not doing what you are put on this earth to do. You might get an idea and you're excited and then you back out. You might think, right, that's right for me. And you might feel it in every cell. You feel alive and then you like find a million reasons why not to do it. You might feel love and it starts to feel really good. And then you're like, oh, this is at my comfort zone. Quick, get rid, back out. You might decide you want something when you're feeling good and you're in that great state. And you then search for every possible reason to back out. You might come up with a million random reasons why it's not the right time, why what you desire is so wrong, and it's so you'll hold back and stay in your comfort zone. Does this sound like you? Because holding back is so painful. It's such a stressful place to be when you know there's more potential within you whether it's more connection in a relationship, more money, success, more creativity, more passion, more purpose, more fulfillment, more of your soul being full and alive. When there's starving children and there's wars going on, should you not desire things? When other people don't have what you do, is it wrong to desire more? Will you make people not like you anymore? These are all the things that we tell ourselves. If someone says, I love you, do you recoil in horror and turn around to see if they're actually talking to somebody behind you? This used to be me. When my husband used to say to me, oh, I love you, I would literally be like, who? Me? Why? And like, look around in case somebody else was stood behind. It's crazy. You are good enough. You do deserve all good things, you can achieve your dreams, but you've got to get over yourself. 
I know it sounds so harsh, but it's so true. A quote I heard years ago, and it's always stuck with me, and I don't know who who it was by, and I still don't know, I've even Googled it. They will conquer who overcome themselves. How beautiful is that? So this episode isn't about getting rid of fear completely, but it is liberating to know that everybody self-sabotages things. Everybody tries to do it. Yep, even those celebrities that you admire, even those business people that you admire, even those friends, colleagues, everybody, even those people ahead of you. And I do too. When I'm hitting a new level of comfort, when I'm stepping out of where I am, I feel it. But it's different. When you know, when you know what we're about to do in this episode, it changes it. But would you rather take a scary step forward each day or die with regrets in your heart? And I know again that sounds really harsh, but this is the truth. No matter how long you've been holding back for, you can change it today and we will start to unravel it today. My father-in-law died with music still inside of him. Apparently, he was a really great writer and his music was left in a box under the stairs when he died. It had been there for years. He'd sent it out once and he received a rejection, a no. And then maybe he got busy. Maybe he was deep down hurt by the rejection but didn't really want to admit it. Maybe he forgot, maybe fear won. Whatever the reason was, at the funeral, I made a promise to myself to release the book that I'd written that was on a Word document on my laptop. A book that one day I hoped I'd be brave enough to release. And my God, did I need help with that. I hired a book coach and a personal ass kicker, I called them at the time. And I now actually call him my book angel. I got rejected by a few big publishers. And in a way, I wasn't really hurt by that so much. They want people with experience, with so many millions of followers. And it's like a catch-22. How do you get that if you've not got the backing of somebody like that? And the old me would have really stopped right there. Who am I to write a book? Why would anybody listen to me? Am I good enough? Am I as good as such a body? Somebody else that's already doing something. I've not got as many followers and so on, as so and so. And the still very scared new me decided to self-publish. People in the past had tried to hold me back through the words and their actions. And I'd let it affect me for literally years. But the day I pressed go live on Amazon, Honestly, between us, I nearly wet myself. And then the worst thing happened. As people started to order copies, I started to find a few mistakes in the opening chapter. And my book angel was literally going through, highlighting the mistakes and pinging them to me on WhatsApp. And every time I received one, I just panic and panic even more. My stomach, you know, when your stomach flips. And it had been reviewed so many times by different editors and all of the spelling and grammar mistakes had been captured. But at the last minute, I had gone in and made a few changes, and all of the mistakes, they were small mistakes, but they were last-minute edits, and they were all done by me. I went crazy inside. I need to pull it, I need to take it off, why have I been so stupid? 
And then my book angel rang me back and said, chill out, leave it, just make the changes and upload it again. God forbid it wasn't perfect. The perfectionist streak is another way we self-sabotage because nothing will ever be perfect, but we're waiting and waiting and delaying and delaying. Maybe I'd get bad reviews to say the spelling was awful, but maybe people wouldn't even notice. I panicked so much. And then it all calmed down again. Until review time. Oh my God, what was going to happen? What if people hated it? The fear was so real. And oh, honestly, it was almost as tall as my head. I couldn't believe how much fear. It's like my comfort zone was being tested and stretched and pulled. And I was being asked if I'm willing to step into it. So what can you take from this story? Do you read yourself in it? Does it sound like something you do? Do you crave the experience of releasing your work, of following your heart and your soul and going for those dreams you know are in deep down within you? Because I have to be honest with you, it is the best feeling. Getting out of your own way is the most liberating feeling ever. Now, I know I couldn't have done this without a team around me. And I still have coaches today in many, many areas to hold me higher. I will do the work, but in times of doubt and uncertainty, they help you to keep focused on what's possible. And I always feel like it's helpful to know that you're not the only woman who feels like this. There are so many women plagued by self-doubt that word self-loathing again, procrastination, and who deny themselves pleasure. Why do we do it? We don't mean to. We've just become stuck in what I call the happy model. Now, you might not feel happy at first, but you will do soon. And it goes like this. H is for habits. It's a habit. It's just a destructive habit. Attitudes. It's what we're doing when we're tripping out, when we're in that cycle and patterns. What patterns are we running? Because every every time you, you bust through that comfort zone, the same pattern will come up, your unique pattern. Understanding this, having awareness of how your self-sabotage is expressed, that is where the power is at. Not becoming lost in them or researching the subject until the cows come home which leads to your P for power and you being unleashed. That is the happy model. But here's the thing, nothing outside of you can hold you back. It's all an inside job. And that used to be my mantra, nothing outside of me can hold me back. The government, people, exes, the past, the money you don't have or the contacts you don't have, or anything, COVID, anything, nothing can hold you back, only you. If you're fed up of holding back and you want to shift now, here are the steps you need to take. Now, there are only three steps because like I said, we don't want to get lost in the why and all of that. We just want to know how to get over ourselves, which sounds really harsh, doesn't it? Get over yourself, but they will conquer who overcome themselves. So the first step is awareness. How do you hold yourself back? 
What are your habits, attitudes and patterns? What comes up every time you're feeling like you've got a dream inside of you, but you're scared to do it? What comes up? What comes up when you're reaching for more? So you see something new, it might be a house, a car, it might be a dream, it might be a business idea you want to set up, it might be art you want to create, podcasts, books, music, all sorts of things. It might be a change of career, whatever it is, a partner, attracting somebody, whatever it is that more for you, what happens when you reach it and it starts to feel like it's, it, it, it can happen, what starts to happen for you? What's your pattern? What do you drop into? Have a think about different experiences you've been through. How do you hold yourself back? Now think, what's the worst that can happen if you did that thing that you're scared of doing? And then go through that list and think, do I even believe that? For example, I used to think, oh my God, I cannot release my book. People might hate it, laugh at me. That was a biggie through what I've been through in the past. My parents might not like it. My brother, he still doesn't like it, but who cares? The reviews might be awful and who am I to do that? The list of fears honestly went on and on. And I held myself back by going into perfectionism for comparison for fear, I just think such a body's got so many followers. I just dropped into fear and I thought, oh, it's okay. I'll just settle. I'll just stick to where I am. It's easier to stick where I am. But you know, that flicker of a flame, what you know is your potential and your purpose. It doesn't go away. And once it's lit and once you're aware of it, that's kind of it. It's almost more painful to not do anything about it. You might be in that situation now. The feeling that I got was a trap sensation of knowing that the message had to get out there, but the fear was so real. I'd rather do anything than release it. I even set up a property business to distract me from doing it. But then, really? Did I even care what people thought? Really? Did I? Maybe a part of me did, but what's the worst that could happen? They laugh. Well, people laughed at me anyway for not releasing it. What, what, was that not their problem? They leave a bad review. Well, how bad is that? Maybe the book wasn't for them. Who am I to do that? Did I need a degree or a book deal to then have the confidence to do it? Actually, no, that's not true. I find it so inspiring when people start off self-publishing and then get a book deal. Like, how amazing is that? Shows tenacity and persistence and a no one will stop me attitude. And it happens, it's, it's uncanny how often that actually happens. So the first step is that awareness of your unique self-sabotaging pattern. How do you hold yourself back? How does it show up in different situations in the past? Now think, what's the worst that can happen if you did the thing you're scared of doing? And do you even believe in those fears? Because they can be residual fears. And when you look at them as you are now, you can almost think, that's not even what I believe anymore. That's just something from millions of years ago. 
The second step is gratitude. And I know how many books are there out there about gratitude, boring, boring, but it's so true. Gratitude in advance for for what you want, basically, for not feeling lonely on a Saturday night. Feel the feelings of gratitude of being with somebody. Feel the feelings of gratitude for the book getting out there. The gratitude, the feelings of being helped with your music, with your art, with getting it out there. Feel the feelings of gratitude for your new career or whatever it is you want to manifest. Feel it first. Be grateful for the help in it coming to life. Gratitude for what you do have now. I once read, how amazing is this? That nothing can feed the poverty of your soul. If you don't feel good enough or deserving enough or blessed or rich on the inside already, you'll never be wealthy in every area. So in terms of relationships, success, money, freedom, perfect self-expression, the whole lot, you might get one area nailed but happiness is about fulfillment in each area. The third step, seriously, how to get out of your own way. Your soul is nudging you. And if you are still listening to this episode at this point, then you know that this is true. No one can hold you back but you. Not your past, not your ex, not your school teacher, what you didn't get as a child, that is all in the past. Only you are holding on to it and only you are holding yourself back. And yes, you might be thinking, but it's not as simple as just letting it all go and getting over it. Well, you know what? That is your choice. The memories might not vanish and the people might not vanish and you don't always want those two to vanish but you can take a step forward daily. The more you do that, the easier and the more addictive the feeling becomes. And you might be thinking, yeah, but I've tried and I don't know what my soul is calling me to do. You do know, you're just scared and blocked. And you might be thinking, yeah, but I've tried to remove the blocks and they won't go. Really? If you have gone deep enough, have you really gone and done the work? Or have you spent more of your time researching another theory and working out why you are why you are the way you are and your life is the way it is? Sometimes people can help us and guide us, but if we're not willing to really own it, it won't work. The universe responds to action, to small steps, big leaps. It doesn't care. But if you're a self-help junkie and you're still stuck, then you are the block. And the more you block yourself, the worse you'll feel. And self-loathing is a horrible place to live. I know because I hated myself for years and I was so down on myself. Poor me, if I had only had a different childhood, if only someone hadn't been nasty to me. No, that's got to stop. If you don't know what your soul is calling you to do, but you feel a pull, a desire for more, and you desperately want to know, you might not always know the end result. Sometimes we're not shown exactly what it's going to look like. 
Sometimes we have to open doors and try something. When I was first, I knew that I had to help women. So first of all, I went down the whole route of, do I need to be a vicar? And I thought, I don't want to be a vicar, that's not for me. And then I went down the whole yoga teaching route. I even trained to be a yoga teacher. I ran my first class and I hated it. My husband rang me up and he was like, how did it go? All excited and supportive. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, wasn't really all that what I expected it to be. And he was like, okay. So that door kind of shut, but another one opened. A lot of the time, and you might be doing this, you expect the answer, you expect the end result, but doors open when you start to make moves. But it's that self-sabotage. Oh, I don't know exactly how it will look like. It might not be perfect. I might get it wrong. It might not work out. I might look stupid. People might not like it and laugh at me. That is what stops you until now. Start that business, write that book, hire that coach, ask that guy out, dump the other guy, be single and go traveling for a month, declutter your life, do whatever you need to do to get out of your own way and let the universe help you. Now, as always, we're going to do a visualization right here, right now. Obviously, don't do it if you're driving, come back to it later on. But we're going to practice what we preach. We're going to go inside And I want you to pick a situation that you can remember the last time you self-sabotaged something. doesn't matter what it is. It could be a relationship. It could be money. It could be something in your business, something that you're procrastinating over. Pick something, stick with it. And that is a situation that we're going to look at in today's visualization. Now, it might be a slightly longer visualization, so you can always come back to this at a different time but I really want you to focus on going inside and not overthinking this. Just just let your conscious mind follow what I'm saying and let your subconscious mind do all the work underneath. Don't be thinking with your eyes closed. It's so easy to do this. You close your eyes and you're like, right, I must help and I must find everything that I need to find inside my mind. You are going to release what you need to release. You don't need to overthink it. That can be another self-sabotaging pattern, by the way. So self-sabotage, everybody feels like that. Everybody has their own unique pattern, like I said. And awareness is the first step. Once you've got that awareness, then you can move into that gratitude of feeling the feelings of what you do want instead. And then you can start to take small daily actions to get out of your own way. And I promise you, this is the most liberating feeling ever. There is no better high. I have not experienced a good a high as releasing the book, as continuing on with the podcast, as doing everything that I've done over the last few years. There is no greater high than doing something when all you wanted to do was hide in a cupboard and shut the door and lock it and never come out again. I promise you, People get addicted to drugs and shopping and gambling and all these different things, but you can become addicted to you becoming you, finding you, unleashing you, unlocking you. It's like the best feeling ever. So sit somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed, where you can close your eyes and go within 
and trust that whatever you need to release will be released, whatever you need to know will come to you and focus on that one situation that you remember where you have recently self-sabotaged something and I will see you on the other side of the visualisation. Okay, so start to place your attention inside your body and start to notice how you're breathing. Are you actually breathing at all? And start to become conscious of your inhale and inhale through your nose and feel your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. Inhale through your nose, feel your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. And inhale through your nose, feel your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. And bring to mind how you feel last time you slipped into your unique pattern of self-sabotage. Think of that situation, what were you doing? Who were you with? What were you trying to do? And what did you do instead to push your good away? How did you stop yourself? What kind of thoughts did you have? What did you drop into? Notice what you notice. Are there any similar habits? Is there a certain attitude that you drop into? What patterns do you notice? And this isn't to beat yourself down or feel down on yourself. It's for awareness. And if you're thinking, I don't know, I don't know what my patterns are, I don't know what I drop into, I just know that I've got a dream in my heart, I know I'm destined for more, and I get in my own way. That might be all you need to know. And have that awareness that you know you can get in your own way. And inside your heart, Repeat these words after me out loud or in your head. Nothing outside of me can hold me back. So bring to mind all the situations, all the people that you feel have held you back or are holding you back now. And it might just be you. It might be parents, it might be your ex, it might be your current partner. It might be friends, family, bosses, school teachers, you name it. And aim to let that go. See that move away out of your consciousness. And place your attention on your heart. And whatever it is you would like to manifest. Think of what it is see it in front of you and even if you don't know what it is that you just call to more then feel imagine a little flutter 
in your, in your sacral chakra. A little flutter. If you need to, just draw in. Just draw in your sacral chakra and a little flutter. And know that everything is created from this area. It's this area underneath your belly button. It's that triangle that covers your womb and your ovaries. This is our powerhouse as women. This is where our feminine energy is locked away. And when we unlock it, and when we tap into knowing that we're here for more and we're capable of more, this is where we create from. We don't just birth children, we birth businesses, books, art, music, teaching, cooking, whatever it is, whatever it is you're called to do, even if that's just a call for more love, stronger relationships, more money, more success, more joy, whether it's something specific or something more general, you are called to create more in your life. Feel that flicker in your sacral chakra. If you need to fake it and sort of pull in your tummy a little bit, pull it in. Feel a bit of excitement in that area. Feel that energy in that area, an orange light if you need to. Send energy to that area and then move up, move up back to your heart and say these words after me again, out loud or in your head. I give myself permission to and then fill in your blank. I give myself permission to. Nothing outside of you can hold you back. You have got all of the wisdom, all of the knowledge. Whatever it is you are being called to do is alive within you right now. Imagine if the blocks were outside of you. So imagine you've got a fear block or a what will they think block or a I can't do it because of my past. Imagine they're all blocks in front of you and knock them down with whatever implement, whatever tool or machinery you need, knock them all down. How freeing does that feel? See yourself feeling lighter and brighter and now put the blocks back and see you're good on the other side but you just can't see it, it's blocked, it's all gone a bit dark with the shadows of the blocks. Notice how you're feeling now it's all blocked again. It's almost frustrating, right? And now get whatever implement, tool or machinery you use to knock the blocks down and knock them down. Boosh, go straight through them. and feel that feeling of liberation. You might not know the full answer. You might not know what the name of the book is. You might not know exactly what the business will look like. You might not know what exactly the relationship will look like, what his name will be, what it'll look like. And trust that even though you might not know every detail, let's ask the universe now for help with the next step. 
We don't need to climb the mountain, we just need help getting over the next step. So let's ask the universe for anyone, for anything, for any strength that we need to get out of our own way to make this one step forward. Trust that the answer is coming. And now give sincere thanks that you have received the answer, that you have received extra strength and that you are moving out of your own way one step at a time. Remember, nothing outside of you can hold you back. You are limitless, you are free, you are liberated. And when you're ready, bring your attention back onto your breath. One big inhale through your nose. Feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, come back into your body, back into the room. And when you're ready, open your eyes. And that is the truth. Nothing outside of you can hold you back. Everything is possible. Self-sabotage will never go away, but you will start to work through it when you've got that awareness of your patterns, your unique patterns. So practice the steps, go back to it and really ask yourself, do I really fear that? Because I guarantee it might not even be your fear but I guarantee that it won't be as bad as what your brain is telling you that it is. As always, please share this with a friend who you know would benefit too. If you want to get in touch, I love to hear from you. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn at Laura Jane Hand or at laurajanehand.com. See you next week. Bye.